0: On DallasCowboys.com. We
2: were on the break!
0: With Nick Eatman, David Hellman,
3: Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Thursday, December 26th, 2019, season 15, episode number 106. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Coming fresh off of Christmas holiday and ready to talk some Cowboys football. Cowboys will take on the Washington Redskins to finish the regular season this Sunday, 330 so uh, we're going to get you guys ready for that today. Dave's got an offense and defensive scouting report on this team, um, and we'll take some questions throughout the show. So if you call us, one 855 2297 Again, 888-855-2297. We can take questions or comments. Uh, you can also hit us on Twitter, at Derek Eagles, and I'll take questions there. How's everybody doing today? Fantastic. Good. You all right, Nick? Great, yes. All right, good. You sure? you hear me? Yeah, you're just kind of like... yeah. Oh, I'm great. Okay, good. Amber, good?
2: I I, I mean, as good as you could be, honestly. <laughs> I, as good as you could be. I, I don't know if I'm ready to get this over or if I want <laughs> them to keep going. I'm just confused as to what I'm feeling right now. Well, it sounds
3: like you're right there with all the other yeah. Cowboys fans out there. Uh, so let's jump right in. Let's start first talking about a couple injuries. There were some guys that did not practice yesterday. DeMarcus Lawrence, Sean Lee. Dak Prescott and Tyron Smith, uh, are any of those uh, injuries that you suspect will affect their abilities to play this week, or is this one of those situations where, again, guys just mispractice sometimes? Yeah.
4: Hell yeah, it's going to affect their ability to play. (laughs) I should have said that a different
3: way. I mean... I should have said where they won't be able to play, because the next question was going to be, how can they play?
5: Uh, But yeah, go ahead. I would guess they'll all be able to play, I Mm -hmm. think. Sorry, go ahead, Nick. I just don't understand the Dak part of it, you know? What do you mean? I mean, it, just like last—I mean, last week he didn't practice. Mm-hmm. That didn't look good. I mean, whether or not that helped his shoulder get through the week, then they didn't put him on the injury report, and then he played, and he played like a guy that didn't practice, or he played like a guy that had a shoulder injury, or both. And now this week, this is kind of the same plan, and I—I I don't know. Like, it's just weird that now all of a sudden he's back on it again. Did he get hurt again? I, I, that's so strange. It's a great me, right? point. That's I said earlier today. Like it felt kind
4: of cocky to me in the first mm-hmm. place that they did that last week. Like, yeah. oh, question our quarterback? Question you know his availability or his effectiveness? We're not even going to list him on Friday. Well, he sure looked like he should have been listed on Sunday. And, and then right on Monday, you
3: write back on Q, right? Which
4: is why, like I, you know, people kind of. It's so funny to me, like, there's this dichotomy of people that are like, Dak, like, Dak didn't get any help, and, and he was hurt. Like, how are you going to dog him after that? And then there's other people that are like, I've been telling you for years he's trash. Like, it always has to be one of those two things, right? <laughs> Whereas, But I'm, I'm like, he didn't play well, and I know he's hurt. But if you didn't even list him on Friday, how much benefit of the doubt should I give him? Like, you didn't think it was a big deal Friday, so why should I think it's a big deal on Sunday? Well, they
2: clearly did not help him at all as far as the game plan. They did not plan the game according to a guy that's hurt on the shoulder. His quarterback has been hurt all week, and it didn't seem like the game plan was fitting to that. Mm -hmm. They should have ran the ball a lot more.
5: Yeah, I mean, you've seen Home Alone, right? You've seen it? I have multiple times, yeah. you know, where the guy goes in and he, at the very end of this movie and then here they are, they're finally going to get this kid. And then he like opens the door and it's like flaming hot. You know, that's one of the 12 things. And all of a sudden he goes in. Well, then the next door he opens, he's like, well, is this hot? No. OK, this was good. Like he he understands that, like, I already right, had been burned before. He's learning. He's learning. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't we learning? Like, don't why, why aren't we just
2: saying? Clearly, like, you watched Home Alone. This Did you weekend? come up with that
5: on like Christmas Eve night? No, maybe, right now. Yeah. I, I saw it. It was on yesterday, and you know, and and I didn't realize there was a sequel and another. I didn't realize that. You know, only Rocky can get away with just keep putting out a sequels, but or Star Wars.
2: Okay, let's anymore. not get into that again. Uh, just saying.
5: I, know, I was really just transitioning to Star Wars, which Dave did I, I, I. We don't have enough time for me to yeah, air hard my grievances with Star um, Wars. It's just learning from your mistakes. Right. You know, that's all that it is. And so I, I just don't understand why you would do that again. Maybe he does need to practice, kind of go through it or whatever. And it's like you. Did, you said there was no injury, and then now there's an injury.
3: Yeah.
4: At the same time, though, I mean, don't you hinder whatever effectiveness he's gonna have by making him throw all week? Well, but here's the thing, it, I mean, which I ob- you're so you're saying the answer is to let to
3: prepare Cooper Rush to start?
5: No, no, I'm just saying I think he needs to play a little bit more.
3: But it's like it's almost like we're playing extremes here. Either he doesn't practice at all, or he has to take every throw. Isn't there maybe some gray area here where maybe he can work into team a little bit, where he can get a couple a couple plays? during the week that helps him kind of i don't know maybe maybe he needs it to visualize it to be able to actually stand back there in the pocket and look at what he's going to see on game day cuz like we i think we all agree what we saw this last week was reflective of a guy that didn't look like he used playing at his best so the 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 difference there was that he didn't practice all week so if you can get him into some reps here in practice this week then that would make sense now if he's so hurt that he can't do that then again then you can yeah. question well, why was he not on the injury report on Friday, right? right. So it's, all of it just doesn't seem that's, to make a whole that's lot of sense. The
5: thing for me, like if he's hurt, he's hurt. Like just right. just say just say that. Just say he's hurt and all that. But th- there's there's Jason Garrett trying to say, you know, he's probably trying to throw out there what the Redskins are. I don't think Bill Callahan cares right now about, you know, like well, he's coaching they, for a job. Well, I know, but I don't think he cares. You know, Dak's playing. You know, those those coaches are like he's playing. I mean, he's he's right. Gonna right. He's going to play in the game.
1: Right?
5: Yeah, and that. I don't know. I kind of... If they want... Sorry. They, they need to sign Clayton Thorson. If they really want to play this thing up, they need to sign him and be like, all right, well, let's just make sure we have three quarterbacks ready for the game. It's, it's
2: kinda like... It, sorry.
5: No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. I, I
2: was just going to say, it's not like if Dak was not going to play or... Had a bad game or has a bad game. I mean, this weekend, and they put in whoever Clay or Cooper. That's not gonna be like, oh my god, oh we gotta change this game plan. This is really gonna throw us off. No, they're they're gonna be okay. Like it, it's a big difference there between a hurt and these other backups.
4: I just kind of it. It kind of reminds me of the like, you should have been practicing outdoors, and that would have made all the difference. And I'm just like. Would it have helped? Sure. Is like, should a professional football team be able to overcome that? I think so. Like, of course, it's better if Dak is practicing, but hasn't he been throwing dozens of passes a day since like at least April, if not yeah. before that? Like, would it help him? Of course, but you're a professional quarterback and one that's angling for a mighty big pay raise at that. So. Just go out and make the throws. Like if it you're healthy good, if you're healthy enough to play, go out and make the throws. Yeah. Which I, I, I'll keep saying, like I I don't have a problem with the way they played the Eagles. Like the plays were there to be made and it wasn't all on deck. It was not. It was mm-hmm. Cooper, it was Gallup, it was Witten, it was everybody. Mm-hmm. Couldn't catch the stuff that he was putting on target and he couldn't put the other stuff on target. It right. was everybody's fault. But the game plan would have worked if they had executed it. Yeah, I, I believe that. I'm sorry.
5: Yeah, but offensively, I, mean, I think so. Yeah, but, think so. but like if your quarterback isn't good enough to execute it, then it's not a good game plan. Hmm. But sure. again, but I mean, first of all, that
4: falls on everybody. I mean, you yeah. know, how many how many more yards and points do they have if those six drops get caught? Because some of them were big gainers. Yeah, and then there's I mean, there's the overthrow to Tavon, yada yada yada. I I, I hear what you're saying, but I I just I don't like the idea of running into a brick wall for the sake of it. I mean, and yeah. I mean, if Dak said he got up on Thursday, and he's like, "I'll be fine. I dealt with way worse stuff than this in college." Well, then go make the plays. Yeah. Right? Exactly. That's, I mean, that's all there is to it, in my opinion. Does
5: yeah. he need 305 yards to help himself with the um, with his contract? You know, if he gets about, I think that break the record. It breaks Romo's record of 4900 yards, which I'm, he got. I don't in. know that it matters
3: for his contract.
5: Do you? Well, I mean, it's nice to have. I mean, you know, because they're going to throw records and stuff like They're going to throw A his little, re, his yeah. record in there. The agent's going to throw it out there no matter what, whether he gets that record or not. He's going to say he was right there on the record if he doesn't, you know, right? You know whose record he's going to break is Romo in 2012, 8-8. Eight 8-8, eight. <laughs> eight eight, lost to the Redskins last game mm-hmm. of the season to get to 8-8. Eight eight. Which,
4: ironically, and and it's it's whether it's fair or not, it's going to happen. Like This Eagles game is going to color his contract negotiations. It's going to be one of the lasting flashpoints from the season. I'll be curious to see how much it affects it because if I remember right, they signed Romo to a huge extension after an eight and eight season too. Probably. It was it's 2012 season mm-hmm. after he broke the record. He signed it the month before I got here. I remember right. that, and they went eight and eight. He threw a terrible pick against the Redskins to keep him from going to the playoffs. You know, what? still
5: got his money. I watched that play this weekend. Not as bad as I remember it. The guy made an outstanding play. He did. He 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 faked him. I mean, he faked Romo out. He was like, "I'm blitzing, I'm blitzing," and then he faked it and came back. And Romo just, I mean, he he gambled and he won on that play. But I mean, that bad loss. They should have won. Well, yeah. I don't know, but should have won the game. But I'm just saying, it was a tough tough way to end. But uh, I think the the point is, is that you know his stats look good uh, with passing yards, decks. But that's really it. I mean, his touchdowns are okay. His ra- rating is a, is right there you know, and kind of average. I mean, it's it's above average. It's just like in the top 15 or so. His team's like ranked what 16th right now and, and just overall yeah, like, about a you know, middle of the pack. I mean, his his passing yards look good, but if they could have established things earlier, they would've been leading these games and running the ball. But I
3: think that's that's where it gets back to in my opinion. I don't know that he's helped or hurt his cause necessarily when it comes to the contract. I think where he was at the beginning of the season, there's been some really good stuff where you were like, "Ooh, wow, maybe he jumped up." And then there's been some bad stuff I was like, "Oh, well, maybe yeah. it fell back down." I think it probably ends up netting out around wherever the Cowboys were thinking they were going to pay him. He's he probably I think he took a step forward from where he was last year. But that all being said, you can make the argument very clearly that he hasn't. I mean, you start talking about so. fourth quarter comebacks.
5: Mm-hmm. He's much. He didn't play like that this year, and he did do that earlier in his career. So. I, I, I think he took a step forward for what the agent and his, what what their stance was. Their stance was to go for forty and up there, and I don't think so at all. I think that whatever the Cowboys' opening, you know, whatever their their you know cost was earlier, I think it, it's been oh, yeah.
3: there. No, no, no. I wasn't saying he took a step forward for the money. I said <laughs> I'm saying just from his strictly from his play. Oh. I think he was a little bit better quarterback than he was last year. Now that all being said, like I said, I think you can make a pretty good argument that he's not. Me personally, what I've seen, I, I suggest that he is.
4: I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I think he has shown signs that he is progressing, and if you're going to pay him, it would be banking that that continues. Right. I can't argue if you tell me he doesn't look like a quarterback who can like completely elevate his team. I can't really argue with you. He hasn't we haven't seen to, it yet. He hadn't been able to do that this
5: year. But I'm signing him because Absolutely. it's going to be way too. It's going to be it's going to be so hard to try to start from the ground ground, you know, floor to try to get back to that point. He's there. Is he perfect? No, not at all, but he's good enough to get where they want to go and I, I But would. here's and I completely agree with you, but that's the thing is like this should be easy.
4: Like the Cowboys should be like We'll pay you 100000 more than whatever Jared Goff got. And Dak says, yeah, that's fine. But will it be that easy? Like, Did you say 100000 oh, 100, $100,000. i am sorry. Yeah, I was like, thinking. Of, uh, like, yeah. okay, we'll go. put you right in that cluster <laughs> with Wentz and Goff. Right, yes. Right. And we'll give you more than them if it makes you Just feel better. Yeah. yeah. But we're not paying you Russ money and you, you're not going to compete with Mahomes. Yes. And that's fine. Will that actually happen? Like, are the Cowboys going to lowball him or is he going to do this $40 million thing that keeps being rumored? Because like, that's where it gets dicey. Yeah. It should be easy. You should be able to say, we'll pay you to where you're top
3: 10, and
4: everybody should be happy.
3: But I'll be curious to see mm-hmm. if that actually happens. And that's actually what I'd like to see happen. And you look at the fr- isn't the franchise tag roughly about 33? No, it's 28. 28. 28. So they so stand you do to have a little bit of leverage there, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But,
4: but they—yeah, and that's—I don't I, I wonder if this will be more contentious this year than it was last Anytime year.
5: Anytime you franchise a guy, you're basically—that's where you're starting. Right. So yeah. you mean per year. So yeah. you— which is good because at least you know they're probably going to go more than twenty eight anyways.
4: Right. Which, but that's I guess that's my point is like I understand why Dak would be like insulted by a number like twenty eight. Like I get per that. year. Yeah, yeah. Per year. Yeah. yeah. I and, wonder
2: what he really thinks is worth.
4: I don't know, and that's that's the question because I I also understand why the Cowboys would be insulted if Dak was like no like thirty eight to forty obviously and be like what Bruh. why. <laughs> What did you do? Let's turn on the film. So, exact, and that's my but and, and he's like, "Let me pick the game." Right. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, very, no, uh, we'll pick the game. It's very unusual when both sides are like, "Yeah, 30, 33 sounds good." Here you go. All right, happy to sign it. Like, It just probably won't be that easy if I had to guess. Maybe seven. he wants to see what the direction
5: of the team looks like next yeah, year. Yeah, and, I mean, and that's that could be two. fair.
3: That could be fair. Like, There's a lot True. of stuff that people are talking about right now with regards to whether what this team is going to be doing going forward, and so he may want to know mm. more about that before he settles on a number. Maybe the Cowboys want to know what their new coach thinks about Dak as well. Maybe. Assuming they have a new coach. Yeah, they maybe. probably will. We'll see. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, uh, we got some questions already rolling in. But before we get to those questions, we're going to have our scouting report of the Washington Redskins' offense and defense. Dave's going to run that down for us. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio.
1: Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their Deal Score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this.
0: Ready,
1: The Seat Geek app and let's go. Seat Geek.
3: Wanna use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys?
5: cheer
2: just
4: okay is not okay whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network at&t is america's best wireless network best network based on gws one score september 2019
3: to the break. Welcome back. It is the second segment of The Break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the start, we're talking about Cowboys versus Redskins. Happens this Sunday, three 3.30 at AT&T Stadium. Dave, give us a scatter report on the offense and defense for the Washington Redskins. Okay, quick. It's going to be real quick. <laughs> is it? Yeah.
4: Not
2: There's gonna...
3: so much to talk about.
4: No, honestly, you want to know what there is to talk about. Yeah. Like, name, name a player on the Redskins who you're familiar with. Kerrigan. Out. Uh, Peterson.
3: He's in. Good job. Good. Geis. <laughs> out. Uh, Rippin. Gaskin. I mean, uh, Hask- Haskins. <laughs> out. Okay. R- no, definitely out. Mark, he's Mark like, 60. wait what did you say? You said Mark Mark Rippin. R- R- <laughs> R- The point,
4: like, this is honestly, like, this is like when, you know, Arkansas knows that they're not going to a bowl game Every and year. the red shirt. He, he had to
3: just throw Arkansas mm-hmm. in there for good he's, measure. I'm go he's sitting across That's from fine. me. No,
4: because I know they, they did it. They're like, we're not going to a bowl our coach is gone. We're going to get a look at these guys that are on the back end of the depth chart. Cause what's the point? Like, that's what this game is probably going to look like for them. Yeah. Not necessarily just just cause they're bad, but they're bad and hurt. Ruben Foster, DeShazer Everett, Vernon Davis, Jordan Reed, Darius Geist, Trey Quinn, Dominique Rogers, Cromartie, Alex Smith, obviously Brandon Scherf, um, mm-hmm. Ryan Kerrigan, Quentin Dunbar, Trent Williams, Paul Richardson, I just named like two-thirds of the guys that you're
3: familiar with on they this team. They do have team. some defensive linemen, though, don't they? They got some Jonathan Allen. Ones. They yeah. got
4: Deron Payne. They got they're Josh Norman. Not everybody's hurt, but like the names that you have come to know <laughs> in this all? matchup. Are they all out? All those guys are on, not even just hurt. They're on IR. Gruden. Uh, Gruden's been <laughs> gone. Yeah, that's She's a out? good point. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. think about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we played them way back in week two. Yeah, He got fired in like week six. What? So And Haskins is definitely out.
5: Haskins right? is... so. So he's definitely out? Yeah. I believe so. You know, okay. the stat I told you earlier, I think it's amazing because it's a division team. If, if Haskins would have played this game, he would have been the fifth different quarterback to play against the Cowboys from the Redskins. Like In what period of time? The last five games. Oh, every game there's been a different yeah, quarterback. Yeah, going back to the end of the 17, wow. which is Kurt Cousins. Then they played Alex Smith. Then they played Colt McCoy. Then they played uh, Keenum. And then they were going to play Haskins. Yeah. And then Haskins got hurt and Keenum comes back. I mean, that's mm. just... That's not good.
4: I, I shouldn't. I don't want to say this, but I'm going to anyway. But it goes back to the conversation. You know, you disagree with me last week. Like, for better or for worse, there's a lot of Cowboy fans who don't want to win this game. Or they'll tell you that. Like, they want to just get into the okay. offseason, t- change the head coach. Whether you agree with it or not, that's yeah. not the point. There's just people that feel that yeah. way. And they're like, oh, my God, just end our suffering, blah, blah, blah. I get it. To some degree, I think you have an argument. But, like, try being a fan of this team like if you but don't Redskins. if you don't think it could be worse it could be a lot worse man <laughs> five different starting quarterbacks the last 5 games with the cowboys they've won the division like twice in the last 20 years just just a joke of a franchise right. honestly All
5: right, i'm going to get to that point after you're done with okay. the whole scatter report because I just think there's something fans are missing about this whole, like, I want to get it over with. I think they're missing something. Yeah, we, okay. we can, we'll, we'll get into That's that. That's a great tease, which I, I don't have a
4: lot to say anyway. Even, I mean, Terry McLaurin's great. There He's he got is. a concussion. There he goes. Oh, he, he does. He might not play. Oh, wow. He's got a that concussion. huge, yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, you want to talk about Eric Flowers playing left guard? You're, they're down to, I mean, Jeremy oh, Sprinkle. plays guard for them? Spe- yeah, he does. Speaking he of gets, the Hogs, yeah. Jeremy Sprinkle's the starting tight end for this game. Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson are there. We, we're very familiar with what they do. There's definitely still talent on their front. Jonathan Allen, Daron Payne, Matt Ioannidis, sneaky good player, eight and a half sacks this season, playing 3 4 end, which is, I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, Monted Sweat, the Mississippi State pass rusher, they stole him in the first
3: round. Um, so they still got some pretty decent players up front on the defense. Yeah,
5: they do. But uh, and again, they're okay, last in the league in ru- or second to last in in rushing uh, on defense, rush defense. Yeah, which yeah, is wow. with all those big that guys is, that's that surprising. they've got, you would think they would yeah. be able to to lose control of that, but they they're getting smashed up front. And wow. then
4: even among guys that are not on IR. Uh, okay, I wrote the – so Donald Penn's not practicing right now. They signed him because they're a regular left tackle. Trent Williams hates him. Yeah. <laughs> He's not Basically playing out. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Donald Penn's got a knee injury, not practicing. Morgan Moses, their right tackle, knee injury, not practicing. Terry McLaurin is concussed. Um, Fabian Moreau, their cornerback, one of their cornerbacks, has a hamstring. Landon Collins and Monte Nicholson, their starting safeties, not practicing right now. Again, some of these guys will upgrade as the week goes, I'm yeah. sure, but like – This is... This is, a, and I know we just played the Eagles, but this is like as banged up of a team as I've ever yeah. seen. And I'm going to speak for all the people out there listening
3: right now. I know you know what they're thinking. I know you, you know what they're thinking. Which like, I even wrote in. A,
4: we wrote a they're preview. It won't matter. This was
3: the same scouting report last week when you were playing an Eagles team that was completely banged up well, and nobody was playing, and and Cowboys still laid out, went out and, and couldn't really do much against that team. One big
5: difference the that, that guy at the quarterback. Yeah. True,
3: yeah. absolutely, and I, I get that. I'm just saying. I know there are people out there listening right now. That are saying, yeah, uh, okay, I, I hear what you're saying, but we also faced the mass unit of a team last week, sure. and and we didn't, it, the Cowboys didn't look like they took advantage of that, sure. right?
2: With everything that that team is currently going or through right now, yeah. and this being the last game of the season, makes me wonder. I mean. Do they go out there still, like trying to win a game, or do they just go out there? Oh, let me just do my job, get this season we, we, over. We've with. talked
5: about that a hundred times, and and I'll say it again. I know you. Yeah, don't. yeah but I mean, they, they'll play hard. They'll play hard on Sunday. They everybody plays hard on Sunday. The you know the guys at the rec league are playing hard on 10 a.m. on Saturday mornings. But it's, where, are they preparing this week? Do they get distracted about Christmas? Do they get distracted? Are they really looking at film? Or are the Cowboys doing the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the question. It goes both yeah. ways, yep. It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The preparation. And, mm-hmm. and especially this week of, of preparation, it's it's tough to, to figure that
4: out. That's kind of going back to my other point. is like, as mediocre and frustrating as the Cowboys have been at times, Like it's been a while, I mean, I guess 2015, but like, It's been a while since you've really known how that feels. Like I am impressed if anybody that plays for a team like this where you've been out of it since October, it's just misery everywhere. Like if you can show up to work and really dedicate yourself in light of all that, like that's really impressive and is obviously like the mark of a true professional, like trying to put myself in that situation. I don't think I'd be very good
3: at it. Yeah, that's just I mean, that's a tough thing to do. I mean, you start thinking about it. You can easily rationalize in your mind okay, we're playing kind of a meaningless game. My kids are sitting here on Christmas Day. I can either put in that extra little bit of film work or I can sit here and play with my kids. Mm -hmm. Literally. Right? I mean, it's just like those are the kind of things where as a professional, you know the right answer. But you also, as a person, you're like I know the right answer, yeah. right? And it's a tough one. My
4: tape point. study would have been way more extensive if the yeah. Cowboys were really gunning exactly. for exactly that's exactly right. Like,
3: the number one seeds on the line. Wife be, would have been like, Babe, go do your, yeah. your study, and when I got the kids. Like when you're not doing that, then it's kind of like, well, what's the you point? know what? <laughs> you know,
5: I mean, yeah, I, there's a silver there's lining in, in everything. Mm-hmm. And so for when I started here in in my first four seasons with the Cowboys, they were eight and eight, made the playoffs, but eight and eight. Five and eleven, five and eleven, five and eleven, and I and I think that that helped me uh, honestly because I didn't know any other way about how Christmas <laughs> and uh, Thanksgiving, December and games like that, you know. And so, like I, that's why it's kind of weird to me when you when you I, I hear what you're saying when you're like oh, I could my kids I could play with my kids and all that, but but the toys that he has and the and and the the playroom that he's playing you know with and all that are all provided because of the job that you have,
3: right? But you're thinking right now as a forty-something-year-old guy. When you're a 25 year old guy, when you're a 28 year old guy, are you still thinking in the same way? Do you have that we'll that see. kind of perspective? Um, and I, again, I I'm not saying that anybody's doing anything that like anybody. I'm not trying to paint this picture that the Cowboys are just taking the week off. All I'm saying is, it does become a tougher prospect, and you have to be way more disciplined and way more mentally tough to be able to force yourself yeah. to do it when, again, right. you can in your mind rationalize a good reason why you shouldn't.
5: Yeah, but right? the, the reason why you should is that they, they have a chance to make the playoffs. They really do. Like This isn't like they got six things that need to happen. They don't. They they have to go win right. their game.
3: And the question becomes, do the Redskins do that when they don't? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Also, the flip side of that: Do the Giants do that when they the, don't?
5: Right? They, I think the Giants now, are playing
4: this week is going to be easy for the Giants and Redskins, in my opinion, because they have a chance to make life absolutely miserable for a division rival. And I think that's a hell of a yeah. motivator. And
5: we we always think, you know, as Cowboys and Cowboy fans think, the Giants are going to want to help us. That the Redskins don't want to help. You know. There's hatred. Yeah. We don't think it about is. it. We don't think about the Giants-Eagles hatred or the Giants-Redskins or the Redskins-Eagles, all that. But they hate each other all the mm-hmm. same, all equally hate around the division. So it's not like let's just lose to the Eagles so the Cowboys don't get in. That's right. dumb. They're, they're, they're going to play. They're going to play hard. And, you know, I think the NFL did a really, really good job this week. That that was a very smart thing that they did waiting like they do, and then picking the games. If you go look at what the AFC four o'clock games are, every one of those games is about teams that are playing for that final wild card spot, and and then the early games are teams that are playing within the you know the the seating. Um, you know somebody opened a present on, on yesterday that had tickets to the Redskin Cowboy game that cost mm-hmm. 400 500 dollars whatever they deserve the right to have a good game and Absolutely. the NFL did the best that they could to get that it's
4: happening. one of the, it's one of the smartest things the NFL has done in the last 10 or so years is backloading the schedule with division games cuz it mm-hmm. um, it
5: just guarantees that yeah. the
4: majority of the games are going to mean something
5: and if they don't it's still Cowboys Redskins and yeah. that might mean something to somebody yeah um, I expect the Redskins to utilize their
4: running backs a lot because it's the most it's the healthiest position group. Chris Thompson's a good receiving back. He's and their coach likes to before. run the ball. Yeah. And 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 they will run it. Uh they're actually surprisingly good at forcing takeaways and getting sacks. They're top ten in sacks with forty three. Sweat's a guy to watch. Um Ryan Anderson if he can play. And then Unitis is their leader, surprisingly. worries me with that shoulder, that bum shoulder yeah. for the quarterback. Um and they have, they have 21 takeaways on the year, which is five more than the Cowboys, even though they're supposedly like the worst team in the league. So it says a lot about how good the Cowboys are at getting the ball. Or mm. lack thereof.
5: Mm. Anyway. There's no whispering going on. They can't get the football. They can't get any turnovers. They don't yeah. get short fields. I
4: fully expect this to be a dramatic game. Win or lose, I kind of do too. Like if you think the Redskins are rolled,
3: they they haven't rolled over. They haven't gotten their doors blown off in weeks. Yeah, this won't be. a don't think this will be a Cowboys blow them out kind of game. Like this is a game that's going to be close and Let's actually let's
4: take a look. I'm. They they lost by they lost by six to New York in overtime. They lost by ten to Philly, which was really three because the last play Mm -hmm. of the game was a defensive touchdown. They pushed Green Bay to the brink in at Lambeau. Lost by five. Beat Carolina by eight. Beat Detroit. They got whooped pretty bad by New York by the Jets. But that was all the way back on November seventeenth. Like the last month and a half, they've either been winning or playing really tough. So they're gonna play. This is gonna be a a hard-fought game. It'll be impressive if the Cowboys can whip these guys the way they did in week two. I don't expect to see that. And they won by ten. Yeah, but they were up by 17 with like four minutes to play. They, they, no, they were, yeah.
5: But, it, you know, the Redskins have that's what they do. That's what Case Keenum does. You know, I think the, the, the dink and dunk stuff that the Eagles had success with, I think you're going to see that in this game.
3: Agreed. All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back. We'll get some calls. 888 855 2297 is the number. Uh, we'll take a call from Horace when we get back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio.
4: Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019.
1: the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Hey Cowboys Nation, this season when the Cowboys win, you get to experience the sweet taste of victory because if the Cowboys win the next day, Dunkin' is offering a free medium hot or iced coffee. So don't just celebrate the Cowboys' success from the sidelines, head to Dunkin' and treat yourself to real victory. Because this season, Cowboys fans aren't only winning on game day, they're winning the next day too with a free medium coffee. Cowboys Nation runs on Dunkin'. Excludes cold brew. Limit one per guest. Participation may vary. Limited time offer.
3: Back to the break. Welcome back. It is the final segment of the break, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're going to get to some questions. You guys can call us. The number is 888-855-2297. And uh, we'll start with Horace in Atlanta. Horace, what up?
0: Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Uh, Doing great, guys. Hope you all had a Merry Christmas.
2: Thank you.
0: Uh, Hey, I was listening to you all uh, earlier, I guess the show before the holidays, and you all were questioning whether or not you should extend that and I think it would be ludicrous if you didn't or even create an issue where you wouldn't want to pay the man. I mean, he's, you know, earlier, I remember earlier in his career, uh, Nick would bring up the point that his average per per pass was, wasn't as high as some of the other quarterbacks, and now it's one of the highest in the league, and that's not good enough. So I think that's kind of ludicrous, and I think that someone who is now leading the lead in passing uh, still <clears throat> isn't. I guess getting the, getting your approval to extend to him or, or give him the money that I guess most of the other average, the upper echelon quarterbacks are making.
3: Can you can you name for me real quick the the other like if you were to name the top five guys that are leading the league in passing right now, you know who those other guys are.
0: All of those guys are not in the playoffs. Yeah, Jameis Winston, uh, Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. um, Dak. And there's a couple of them, a couple of other yeah. guys I can't think of, but yeah. So, how much does that stat really matter? Players, I, yeah. I
3: guess the reason I'm asking that is I want to know for you, for, for you to bring that up. What do you think that really means when you say he's leading the league? So, that means so why wouldn't you pay him? Well, what does I that really mean?
0: I would have paid him a long time ago. I would have, I would have, I didn't feel like he needed to lead the league in passing. I felt like. You guys made the point, and I mean you guys like Nick and some of the other guys, Brian, had mentioned that he hasn't had the average yard per passing that some of the other quarterbacks that had, like the uh, Aaron Rodgers and all of them, when they were doing that. And now Aaron Rodgers, is, is, his career his stats are mediocre at best, but his team is winning. But it's okay because he's Aaron Rodgers.
5: And he's you know? winning. I mean, like I think the winning part of it is the big deal. I, I really don't remember making the big deal about that, that stat, the, the passing yards per play. I, that might be more Brian than me.
0: Okay, I, and I'll I accept I that. But I, I know that he, is, he has garnished a lot of your criticism. Well. Uh, and and, his, and his, he still has a high completion rate. Yeah. You know, and, and you can't have a high completion rate if you're not completing passes. So yeah. you have to be accurate enough to be completing passes.
3: Where where would you pay him? You say you you would definitely oh, I would, pay him. You I think would. it's ludicrous if you wouldn't. What's the the range that you would you would be shooting for, or that you'd be willing to pay?
0: Well, if he like he he said he came down to I guess what we're saying thirty five million or something like that, which which, which I would say you said be he fine. said that. I believe I heard that the last time that they were talking about negotiations that he had brought he had, him and his team and said they had came down and were willing to meet them at like 35 or something okay. like that. You're, that you're willing my, to pay 35? I, I would definitely do that. Okay. Alright, thanks I, for the well, call. Hey, one more thing. No, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask if I could. Yeah. You know, um, I looked at this and I was looking at the 2014 game when we were 4th and 2 against Green Bay and our best play was a 50-50 ball to Des Bryant. And then we come back, same coaching staff, different roles of course, but then a 4th and eight and our best play is a 50-50 ball, almost the same kind of pass. What is it that we do? What is it that you feel that we do best? And why doesn't this team do that when they need eight yards or two yards? I don't see why we can't get eight yards and keep that drive going versus trying to throw up a 50-50 ball
4: to yeah. them. I'm with you. I, Good call. I, oh, my gosh. I couldn't agree with that last part more. Now, G- Jason Garrett said so many times after the game that they got the look they wanted. Why is the look you wanted a jump ball to Michael Gallup, who has had a really nice season, yeah. but I would not classify that as his forte? And it's not 50 50. He was the best receiver
3: you had on the like,
4: field. He so, was, yeah, but, yeah. which is also part of the problem here, but,
5: right? I mean, like when you threw the ball up to Dez, it was not even 50 50. He, he could he would go get it, and right. he went and got that one. Everyone knows he caught that ball. So, like, he caught it, and, and it was, you know, just an unfortunate. Call against him, but like I think they could have gone to Beasley underneath on that play. Yes, and and you know, I think Romo saw they finally got one on one, he threw it up. Des made the play, but I don't think Gallup goes and makes that play all the time. I don't think mm-hmm. it's 50 50 anymore. He
4: does. I mean, I think the world of the job Michael Gallup has done Me this too. year, but he dropped a ball like that five minutes prior. Yeah, he should have had that. Yep. I the best thing they do is honestly probably the RPO slant. To I mean uh, to Cooper, which even that didn't work on Sunday. Nothing
5: should work. They should have called the timeout. They, they should have called timeout. I completely agree. And just, and just say, let's get our best. What guys is our on the best field, player? And best let's player. get our best call. And if if we don't like what Kellen's going to call, then you jump in and say something. And you know what? You better make the right call because you only have two timeouts now. And if you don't make this, then obviously it's going to be really really hard. But what do that? It's going to be just as hard to try to get Jarwin and Witten open on you know for eight yards. Yeah.
4: I don't know how to parse through the whole Dak thing, which, just for the record, everybody knows I'm the Aaron Rodgers fanboy here. Like, his stats are not mediocre. They're not, he's not leading the league, and he has definitely taken a back seat to his defense this year. There's no doubt about that. He played poorly on Monday night, but he's thrown 24 passes, I mean 24 touchdowns and three picks all year. He's he's doing Dak 2016 mm-hmm. at a higher level than what Dak did in 2016. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. And yeah, if you win games,
3: that's all that matters. And just to be clear when he says that that you know we were talking last week about not wanting to pay him, I don't think anybody was saying they wanted to let Dak go. The argument was do you sign him to a long-term deal or do you franchise him? That was the argument because I think we all agree that needs to be back here cuz yeah. the cowboys don't want to go back into quarterback abyss i don't want that's the him. point but but my and my argument was i'm not willing to overpay him so if his camp is really hardcore sitting there yeah. at to be honest with you if, if they're anywhere above 35. I mean, even a hair over 35, I'm holding out. Like, that's, And that's where I would use the franchise tag if I needed to, but that that's my ceiling as far as what I'm willing to pay him. Right that's now. where I
4: can see this being frustrating. its It reminds me of Demarcus Lawrence, where it seems pretty obvious. You're like, you're one of the best defensive linemen in the game. You do this, this, and this, but you have not displayed an ability to completely wreck a game like a Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. So why are you asking for more money than Khalil Mack? Like, Dak, I'm like, you are well deserving of this payday. You right. slot right in there somewhere between like, you know, four and eight. Yep. And we feel great about your upside, everything you do off the field. You got some developing to do, but we feel confident you'll do it. So let's pay you $34 a year and call it a day. Right. Better
3: than Winston Golf, by the way. Yeah. Who, you know, arguably people can say Winston might be, they're right there neck and neck, but, but we'll pay you more.
4: Do the Cowboys agree with what I just said? Like, are they willing to meet that? And does Dak agree that that's the assessment of his game? And are he and his people willing to meet that? Like yeah. it should be that easy, but so many times we've seen that's not the case because yeah. everybody's trying to maximize in their favor, and I don't blame them for doing that. But that's why we're going to wind up with it being May 18th, and Dak's still on the tag, and everybody's pissed off, and I'm already dreading having to talk about it. Yeah. All
2: right, I think let's... that the the Cowboys definitely have the upper hand here yeah. in every single way. One you're changing your coaching staff. That That's basically going to happen. And you don't know what's going to come with that, but you're hoping something better. And the fact, again, the whole sponsor thing, that really changes a lot. Dak is not going to get that much attention in any other team that he would land on. And that changes everything. And I think he's a smart guy, too. So, the the way the Cowboys go about this and and my problem with that guy, and I like him I think he he's evolving and getting better and all that but is he a guy that can win games on his own you know he he needs those other guys to help him and that's where my problem comes in to question it's like okay now when you're needing so and so and then this other guy or this other guy to help this one guy win games that changes things for me as far as how much money or what how elite do you think a player is?
3: Well Dave just finished saying one of the best in the league, Aaron Rodgers. That's what they're doing this year, and they're getting back to the level of success that they got earlier in his career when he was when he did have everything on his shoulders. But this year they are they are playing a he's playing a very efficient brand of football and they're relying on their defense, they're relying on their running game. And I do believe that in this NFL, I think if you have a really good quarterback, being able to have other pieces around them and being able to use those other pieces and let the quarterback just be the quarterback, I think is actually the best way to be able to do it. Sometimes you can't do that financially because of the amount of money that you have to pay for the. But
5: quarterback. But they don't right? have those those pieces. I mean, like when when those guys get hurt, the Cowboys aren't the same. I mean, look at last year. I mean, did that was he that much better in the second half of the season when Amari Cooper came in? I mean, I, I don't know. Then they they go to the Jets, and then Cooper's out of that game, and the tackles are out of that game, and then the offense just falls apart, like. That's not happening with other guys. It just it just doesn't. So I agree with that. They point. get
2: thrown off very easily with I... anything that happens and like I'm thinking about okay, what's going to happen this weekend with Sofilo now being out? Mm-hmm. You know, he was the one replacing Connor Williams and then it's like the Cowboys are unable to figure things out as soon as you take one little piece out of their game and throw them off, they're like, "Oh my god, what do we do here?" And and those are the situations where I would expect the quarterback To be able to take the bigger load on his back. But
3: haven't we also said on this show that a lot of that is about the philosophy of the head coach? When you got that next man up mentality, then you can't necessarily absorb... Because you don't you don't necessarily change up what you're doing to account for the fact that this guy's gone. You just say, well, the second guy that's coming in should be able to handle the job, but, and he can't always handle the job. Well,
5: I don't even know if that's what next man up means entirely. I think next man up doesn't necessarily mean loony for Suafilo, and then it's all good. I think it means play better, Travis Frederick, play better, Tyron Smith. Yes, play better, that's Dak. not the
3: but that's not the way it's been happening. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like. So I'll, the example I'll give you is okay. You know you're you're starting left guard is out, and you bring in the next guy. Well, there would be a lot of coaches that may go the route of saying, okay, we need to protect that left guard a little bit because that guy's not as good as the guy that was there before. It doesn't seem like the Cowboys take that approach all the time. It's Sometimes they take the approach, well, the guy should just be able to play. He should just be able to step up and be that good. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, he's not. Because if he was, he'd be the starter. And that's where I get back to, so if you're going to have that argument, my question becomes, is that more about the coach and and them not trying to hide the deficiencies more? Or is it really about the fact the quarterback isn't doing enough for them to win in spite of it?
4: I... I think you have a decent point, but I mean, I've just watched Russell Wilson win way too many games where like nobody was helping him at all. Like you're talking about hiding the fact that your left guard's not good. He's won games where his whole offensive line was a wreck. But but, but Dak's not that. No, that's my point. Right, yeah. But. To, I mean, hell's agent. The, why? No, seriously. <laughs> if you, if you're sitting there and you're telling me you're scared that Dak is not on that level of a guy who can elevate you to a win, no yep. matter how bad things are. I mean, look, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams who missed half the season and like not a whole lot else in yep. terms of, and and he's still making it work. Aaron Jones is great, but I'm talking about pass I
3: And mean, Wentz is making an argument right now in the same way. Mm-hmm. I, like yeah.
4: if you're, I mean, if you're going to tell me reverse those roles you're just like Dak is going to go into this game without his starting right tackle both of his starting receivers his starting his week one starting running back all that stuff and find a way to win the game you feel good about that right now can you say to a certainty that's going to happen and I think the world of Dak I think he can grow into that type of quarterback
5: which is why I'm comfortable paying him He's not that guy right now, right? And and I get why that scares people. And that yeah, and that's that's a good way to say it. He's just not the guy right now. But we're not saying not to pay him because those guys get paid. I mean, they 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 get paid. Derek Carr ha- got paid, and Matthew Stafford got paid, and Kirk Cousins got paid. I mean, those guys got paid, and they haven't won anything really yet. So that that happens, that's one a little bit more than them. I, I'm not starting over with Dak. I'm gonna pay him. I'm trying to get the best deal that mm-hmm. I can get him, and I'm trying to pay him and not franchise him because I think you need that franchise Which, for other people
4: and for the you know Mari.
5: <laughs> hey, there you go. Hey, maybe mm-hmm. I mean not that it would happen. We'll check out the road games and see where we're playing on the road and see how that's gonna work. Well, he's not playing well on the road. He sucks <laughs> on the road this year, and he's pretty good at home. Well, that's four They, they got a shot at him. They oh, got to play. They got to play eight of them next year too. Last year, <laughs> they're going to keep coming. Those games are and keep you know coming. what? It wasn't just like I mean, he played one of his worst games indoors against the Saints. So it's, it's not like it was just an outdoor cold yeah. thing. I, I don't know.
3: People, people. Maybe been, they can always like fly, fly him out the morning of the game. Just let him sleep in his own bed at night, and then fly him out and see if that he works. He
5: gets twenty million a year. He can have a house in every place, and then he can Good be at home and all over the place. Great point. That Let's is a do great that.
3: point. Great point.
4: People have been tweeting me a lot because I root for LSU. They're like, we got to go after Joe Burrow, and I'm just like. <laughs> We, like entertain this idea where Dak isn't the future of your quarterback position, yeah. even for a second, and you're like, "All right, what are we giving up to get into a position where we can get him? How long is it going to take him? The yeah. odds that the odds that any quarterback you draft is going to be ready to be the guy yeah. right
3: away, and even that he turns out to be a good quarterback, like it's a crapshoot getting quarterbacks, no matter where you draft them, right? Yeah. Even I mean Baker Mayfield has had a
4: year to forget, and yeah. people were telling me he was better than Dak at the start of the season after rookie of the year, right? So close, last year, close. He didn't Bar- get offensive. Barkley.
3: He got. Barkley. Did he
4: get? Oh, Saquon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cowboys' okay. favorite yeah. running back. I Barclay. just, yeah. However yeah. you Some feel, Cowboys. however you yeah. feel about yeah. Dak, I think it's a better chance yeah. he finds his way under that
5: salary than you go back to the well and do what yeah. you would have to do I to make. That. Part Let me say of it. one thing real quick because I was going to tease this early. I, a lot of fans are like, I don't want the Cowboys to win because I don't want Jason Garrett to be the coach. Jason Garrett is not going to get an extension for beating the Redskins and the Eagles losing and you back in at 8-8. Eight and eight. He's not getting an extension for that. If they beat the 49ers or Seahawks. He's not getting an extension for that. And even if you win the divisional game, I don't know if that'll do it either. I don't know that, but I'm just saying they went 10 and 6 down the stretch last year and he didn't give them an, another deal. You're not going to get it. If Jason Garrett gets an extension, it'll the fans will probably be okay because of what that meant for the team. That meant I mean all your perceptions of him would change because of, they just went to a level you didn't think he could go to. Which is that going to happen? Probably not but i'm just saying don't don't think that that's going to do anything i don't think winning getting into the playoffs is going to affect it it's going to have to be a deep deep run and if that happens then all bets off right and your perceptions yeah. of him might change yeah. if he if this team went to the super bowl right now i just had an argument with this an hour ago and it's like well he went to the super bowl we we don't want him to win because i'm tired of the clapping i'm tired of saying all <laughs> i'm tired of him saying he's a good football player and he has been for a long time Tom Landry was stoic for thirty-five years, and it was fine because they were winning. No one cares about the clapping. No one cares about his his press conferences. No one cares that he wears blue every day because it's the fact that they don't win always. And it, right. Yep, that's and exactly So if he right. did something to change all that, which I don't believe is going to happen, but if he does, those things are kind of petty now, and you don't care as much. Mm-hmm. But they are the reasons now because they're eight, and eight. You know. Yeah, but and you know, if they were to pull that off. I mean, if they were
4: to go on a run like that, obviously, like, you're going to root for them in the Super Bowl. And, right. But I, and I'm and i playing devil's advocate with you. But I think people would say we've got 10 years of evidence that suggests he's not that great of a coach. Not anymore. Because he just showed you but that then he was. But that's a four-game sample size. And even though – I mean it would be one of the most impressive things that's happened in recent NFL history – that, that's an interesting conversation that we would need another show for. It. Should four unbelievable games offset 10 years of
3: not so much? Well, you can take his name of... you would be able to take his name off that graphic that everybody's seeing yeah. where you've been coached for that long and haven't gone to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah then he he now becomes a part of that group of guys that have been as tenured as he is. And being able to take their team to a Super Bowl. So I do think it changes a bit. I do think there'll still be some people that will be like, unless he wins, and even some that might, even if he wins, they're like, I just I'm tired of his shtick. Like I'm tired of what he represents. That's all fine and dandy, but they're still gonna be rooting for the Cowboys, right? So and
5: and that shtick changes if you get to the to the Super Bowl. And that conversation we just had five minutes ago about Dak. I think that changes too because if all this stuff happens in the Super Bowl now 40. you're back on the 40 again so. 40
4: alright guys it's crazy sorry I know okay. we're trying to end the show but I said this on Twitter it's nuts. Like in the music. This thing could end in disappointing fashion in five days, or we could be here five weeks from now. I don't think that's going to happen, but the fact that both things are in play at the same time is very weird. It's crazy. And how often? Like how many times has a head coach had a shot at the playoffs? And we're sitting here thinking he might not be the coach a week from today. That's weird. Yeah. But Give here we like are.
2: Like I mentioned upstairs, Dave. In five weeks, how many games have the Cowboys won? One. Mm. In five weeks. Mm. Only one game. Yeah. So there's that. Thanks for
3: bringing right. us back to reality, A.G. We, we appreciate you guys joining <laughs> us from back tomorrow. We're going to let you know what we think is going to happen this weekend. Cowboys versus Redskins. Till then for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek and This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!